We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. You're either listening to this on the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast feed or the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling, not Sammy Reed. Guy just takes a fucking vacation in the middle of football season. In the middle of NFL. And, and, and by NFL. the way, didn't, didn't, you know, didn't ping us. Wasn't like, oh, yeah, by the way, like plan for this. Like maybe Peter can come on. Like maybe you guys can do a bit. Nope, he was just like, all right, I'm not going to be there. And I was like, all right, well, I know our good friend. The night before. The night yeah. before he took off on his trip. I mean, truly unbelievable stuff from Mr. Reed. Um, so although Sammy just bailing and, like, hanging out in Puerto Vallarta, uh, a better performance than my teams today. Man, did I eat some shit. And uh, Blender, I was prepared to, uh, you know, you know, I just, you know, I love to hate. It's It's my thing. I love to be a hater. Your team is your your the team that Blender HD played was the correct pre-lock team in my opinion. I I think you you had the best team, Jordan. Uh, I the basically my I mean we'll go over our teams. Uh, the Michael Carter news, like I literally fucking ruined my whole goddamn. I <laughs> I had I had this team that Jordan has that's very good that cash no problem was what I had saved. It was what I was playing. And then all of a sudden, James Robinson inactive, for some reason, I thought was the most important news of the day. Okay, I I do like Blender's team, but I will say the fact that neither one of you rolled T. Higgins in cash is an absolute mistake. Like, it, T. Higgins was the best wide receiver play on this slate. And it's the fact about that lineups, you, Nate. It's about and lineups. The fact the, that none of you played the best, the best like, lineups, the best lineups did not have T in them. When you now, if you were running the optimals on Saturday night, he was getting in there. But the total dropping that game by four points removed him. It it knocked him down like two points. He was not in anyone's optimal. To move off of T Higgins because of the weather in this spot is just 
it, it's just bad. It's just bad. The the late news shook so many people, moved people onto Michael Michael Carter, moved people. I mean, it was it was a great day. It was a great day because the fish played bad. I, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't move enough people off of fucking Garrett Wilson, though. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh man! Oh, and and people who are people who are a fan, uh, people the the most legendary rant in the history of this show is of course about Mark Andrews. Uh, just stay tuned. There, where we we will stay tuned. But I want to highlight that I I had nothing against T Higgins. Like I, he was I fine. If I could have played T Higgins in my lineup, I preferred T Higgins over Chris Godwin. I yeah, I, absolutely. Nine hundred dollar difference. My thought process. My optimal from an aggregate perspective was essentially uh, Davis's your lineup, kind of like that. My my aggregated optimal, taking all the projections, everything, and this is at eleven thirty. You know, after inactives, was like Smith, Carter, White, Wilson, Allen, Hopkins, Andrews, Wilson Jr. Chiefs defense, and I'm sitting there going in my attitude. I'm I sometimes it sometimes it's a leak. But I try to avoid fragile situations. So, like, it did, on a slate with so much value at running back, it was fucking was... stupid. It was, it was, it was. It sure Samaj Pirine and Michael Carter's projection were the same, but there was a much greater assumption going in Michael Carter's projection. I'm an idiot. I I am just an Michael Carter. I can't. All right. Anyway, break down the team. Yeah, but, break down the team. Yeah, we got We got to do. What we you do rolled the out team. was an abomination. What you rolled out was an absolute abomination. No, like, well, I, well, you have to give it a. Davis swapped on a ton of stuff. He didn't. Really okay, have no, I'm saying more. what he had at noon was an abomination. It was bad, and I'll tell you why it was bad. So this was the team I played. I started out with Geno Smith, Jeff Wilson Jr., Rashad White, Traylon Burks, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen. Mark Andrews, Michael Carter, and the Chiefs defense. Nate played. Well, Jeff, would you had Jeff Wilson? I mean, I just want to highlight that your lineup was essentially like, essentially the 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 other than Wilson or Burks, like one off of what I just said. I mean, like I don't yeah. think it's an abomination. No, it is. It is. I, fading I will, T I will and get... Kenneth Walker. Fading T and oh, Kenneth fading... Walker I, is. I disagree. Bad. I disagree with that. Nate is Kenneth Walker. Up. You got lucky. You got. You're missing. Lucky. You're missing on what I did that is so bad. And when I show it to you, you're gonna think I'm even dumber than you do than you do right now. Uh, Nate played Geno Smith, Jeff Wilson Jr., Rashad White, Tyree Kill, T Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Hayden Hurst. Kenneth Walker in the Chiefs defense. Blender played Geno, Jeff Wilson, Rashad White, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Hayden Hurst, Chiefs defense. So that's what I had, Blender, until I... So this is what happened. Is One is I was like, I really want to play T over Chris Godwin. I really wanted to find a way to get T and DeAndre Hopkins in together. There wasn't a way to do it without playing like a 3K wide receiver. I almost... I texted our group chat this morning... I almost just played Sky Moore in cash. I almost just played that lineup with Sky, um, Mark Andrews, and Kenneth Walker because it it uh, it would have fit. I almost did it. I I couldn't stray that far from the projections. But Nate, what you're missing that I did that was so unbelievably stupid was it was three steps, and each step is dumber than the next. The first step was the weather for the Jets is really bad, pouring rain, 25 mile an hour winds. Their team total doesn't really adjust. Doesn't make any difference to me because I'm an idiot. So I'm like, you know what? Instead of playing 
Garrett Wilson, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Traylon Burks. Their projections basically the same. Traylon Burks is $100 less, uh, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Maybe more pass-friendly game script. Then I say, okay, well, I still want to play a Jet because their team total is good. James Robinson's out. Michael Carter is going to be stepping into a larger role. But I don't want to play two Jets. I don't want to play Michael Carter and Garrett Wilson. So I'm, I'm going to play I'm, I'm going to play Michael Carter as my Jet, and I'm not going to play a Bengal at all. So what I did was stupid, was I gave up points twice. Because Wilson was projected a hair better than Burks, and P. Ryan was projected a hair better than Carter. So I fucking gave up projections two times. Just because of of honestly, just mentally weak fish logic of not wanting to play two jets. It's it. What I should have just fucking played B Ryan. Yeah, it was just yeah. bad. It's just I, bad. You just got shook by late news, and I think of all. Well, and I didn't want to play earlier, Hayden Hurst. I also didn't want to play Hayden Hurst. If we redid this morning, and all the news that came out this morning came out on Wednesday, you would have not. You would have not ended up with the lineup you had today. You would have had something. No, I would have played. Like, I would have played Jordan's team. I would have played Jordan's team. I don't think you would have faded T. It's a the, lineup, think, Nate. Nate, it's a the lineup. The best lineups. Thing. The best lineups did not have T. It's think of this. This is my thinking on this lineup. This was the second highest optimal in my. Basically, if you xed out Carter, you got my lineup on a slate with so much running back value. Okay, now I played Kenneth Walker, so don't don't yell at me for not playing Kenny Walker because I had the money to play Kenny Walker. Do I play Kenny Walker or do I play T. Higgins? They're the same price. I play Kenny Walker. Uh, I didn't want to rely on the fret. Why am I playing 4K wide receivers on a slate where I already have all the running back value? Like 4K wide receivers are typically more fragile and they're better used on slates where there isn't that much value. You have to kind of like punt in one spot. We have no problem punting a tight end. I never have a problem no matter what the construction is. Do I need Andrews? No. I'm fine with Hayden Hurst. I'm fine with any pun tight end. I'm okay with that. I guess I, I guess a- looking at my shit, what the, the biggest actual mistake was was just playing Andrews because that's what led into the no, horrible decision. So. No, I don't think paying up a tight end was that much of a mistake. I think anybody who rolled Andrews or Kelsey, it was fine. I, I just think maybe I just don't see the floor on Garrett Wilson as low as um as Blender does here. Because I actually think the Garrett Wilson Tyreek combo that I had. Well, Blender, but, but, Blender doesn't, but, but Blender doesn't lineup. know that Mike I mean, White is, is, is fucking, you know, uh, you know, he's Roger Staubach back here. They, they've just been keeping a Hall of Fame quarterback on the bench. I mean, my team, my, I felt great about my team and Tyreek was like, this was a like low 30 percentile outcome for Tyreek. Like Tyreek should have smashed in this spot. You tell me that. Like, I, I mean, if I play, yeah, but you also again, got 26 points from Garrett Wilson. So like. I am aware his range of like I'm I'm not doubting Wilson's ceiling. Like I I I prefer Wilson to Zay Jones, who also had a great game, or Mac Collins or anything. It's just that my thinking is that I look at my lineup. Are you just are you just rubbing it in that any 4K wide receiver I could have played over? Well, yeah, I'm Burks rubbing it into myself because I barely literally played any anything Wilson. Davis could have done. You could literally like literally every everything. 2v2 you... I mean, dude, it's like, it's like unbelievable. Like even, even the one V one of, cause I, I had a space for Lockett, Keenan Allen or Chris Godwin in my lineup. And I ended up having to swap off a Keenan Allen anyway. But if I would have just played Godwin, I wouldn't have made all these horrible dipshit galaxy brain swaps. And I would have just <laughs> been fine. <laughs> but, but, and 
Oh, Nate, Nate, can, 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 can you at least admit something? If I gave you the choice to play a lineup with three out of four of these wide receivers, and you knew that the rest of the lineup you're fine with, and the, th- the four wide receivers are Hopkins, Allen, Godwin, or Higgins, and you look just from a PPR, like, can I, how, how safe am I to get 15 points from like all of the, at least 15 from all of these guys, where a 4K guy uh, could be eight, it could be 24, it could be one, of, like, if I could get three of those four, that's what I thought. Can I get three of those four receivers to not play a 4K guy? I would be fine with. And yes, Godwin was the fourth out of that list, but he's also 900 cheaper than T. And I prioritized Kenny Walker over T Higgins rather than play some, you know, play uh, Samaji Pirine instead of Godwin or, and then played like the Jets defense instead of the Chiefs defense and do something like that. Like I just viewed that Kenny Walker, which I agree with you, you said before, like, I prefer Kenny Walker to yeah, T. Higgins. He was he was the best. He was the best fucking play of the slate. Why did I? Why am I? Why I don't I know what you team? did, Davis. You literally I, got this off is like so bad. You got off two of the best plays of the slate, and then you just did weird stuff. It, it, it was, makes no it, sense. Which to... was just to play dumbass Mark Andrews, who's a dumbass, and I should know. I should know that any week that it's not clear that Andrews is the lock. Like when Andrews is just borderline a good play, like. Good points per dollar, but not, like, insane. The matchup is fine, but not unreal. I should just know he's absolutely bound to take that knife and twist it in my ribcage. Because this dude, this guy, I mean, it is unreal, dude. I swear, he just, like, I don't know. What does this dude do in practice? Because he is wide open in the end zone. Lamar sees him. He's got it in his hands. Ball is in his hands. No one's around him. No one's tackling him. No one's touching him. And he just drops it. He just, he has the touchdown in his hands. Uh, Eight point play, right? And it's just like, nah, nah, I'm good. And then, I mean. He's just the dollar store Josh Oliver, Davis. It's unbelievable. And the Josh Oliver shit. I mean, you know, you're on red zone and you see a guy in the 80s, you know, streaking down the sideline and you're like, oh, boom, Mark Andrews. Nope, Josh Oliver. And and honestly, even just to stick it in even more, you know, when you have your guy in DFS and the, the, the team goes to do the Hail Mary and you're like, oh, I hope my guy catches the initial pass to start the, uh, you know, the, the lateral stuff. Nope, doesn't go to Mark Andrews, goes to Josh Oliver. I mean, Isaiah likely didn't play in this game. Like Andrews had like one of his highest snap shares of the likely season. Played, didn't he? No, I he was likely. out. Likely was out. Oh. That was why, that was why Andrews was popping so much was because likely was out. The fact that Hayden Hurst outscored Andrews like made my day. Made I my mean, day. The fact dude, that you paid up for my and did whatever you did. No, look, l- l- listen. Hayden it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't end there. Garrett Wilson outscores Burks, right? And Michael Carter gets outscored by twenty by P Ryan. Not even close. Hayden Hurst outscores Andrews. Uh, Godwin dominates every other six K wide receiver. And I mean the the true. The true chef's kiss in the end is that I played Devontae Adams in a game that ends with 74 points scored and he gets 14 points. I mean, that really, in terms of, of late swap equity, that is, it is just it's yeah. a tough day. It was a tough day, guys. Yeah, it was a tough day. You guys, you I... guys played good, Nate. I am, I'm not convinced that 
the 2v2 before lock of of Mark Andrews and whatever wide receiver instead of Tyreek is better though. Like I don't I guess I don't know exactly how much salary it was. I saw Nate's team. I'm like, okay, I get Tyreek. I mean, I, I think you don't need to pay eighty eight hundred for a wide receiver, but I mean it's Tyreek Hill from a cash perspective. Like you have guaranteed volume in a game where they're, they're the Dolphins are a thirty total, and he pretty much didn't even play in the second half. I mean, like Skylar Thompson. Tyreek's floor ceiling combination is literally un, unlike any anybody else in the game right now. Like a lot of people played Devontae over Tyreek, and it might have worked out fine. But I actually think like Tyreek is just a much better cash play uh, in this current version of the Dolphins' offense, especially in this matchup. Like I, I think Tyreek's that's true. floor ceiling I, I think combination you're right. is is off the charts. And I just, I don't think people have like adjusted expectations for it. And so I will take the Tyreek Garrett Wilson over, over Keenan Godwin combo. Like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, maybe that's bad, but I, I just think the ceiling floor combination. Is did just so did you better. guys see that there was a pretty popular four wide receiver team that people played? There was a lot of people faded Walker. A yeah. lot of people play, played a lot. I saw, I saw people played Adams in the flex. Yep. And how, like from a macro perspective, like just thinking macro wise, this it, is a slate. Horrible. Those people, well. those people somehow managed to, to lower IQ me on this slate. I think we had so many running backs to choose from that had volume under six K. Why aren't you playing? Like, dude, I played Kenny Walker, and it's like, I wouldn't have had a problem playing P. Ryan. I wouldn't have had, dude, I wouldn't have had a problem, depending on the slate, to play Latavius Murray. I was going to say, I was going to say, they're like, I would have, if, if DraftKings allowed it, I think I would have played five running backs in cash this week. I would have played Kenny Walker over any of the 6K wide receivers. I would have slammed Latavius Murray in over the 4K wide receivers. P- and, and Michael Carter. Can't forget about is, Michael Carter. I mean, okay, like, let's remember, Michael Carter got hurt in this game, and his direct backup had 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Like, it, it was not the it was not the dumbest. Like, the, the Carter thing Davis, really wasn't Davis, the problem. It. it was. You you played Michael Carter over Kenneth Walker. Like, hey, that was that was objectively bad. Well, and... I mean, yes, that, that wasn't – I was never – I didn't find a, a Walker team I liked. The, the 1v1 was P. Ryan versus Carter. You found a Walker team you liked. It was my team. <laughs> fucking weather, man. The fucking You fucking... could have played my team and scored two points lower than Nate. <laughs> and and I swept I think I lost only four out of eighty. Yeah, hits. your team your team was the nuts. Your team was the nuts. I had a sweep. I've had heads. I don't You know what? I did I did I did look and this absolute dog shit of a team that I played would have been able to scrape some back. But it honestly like I mean, you guys know I do love I do love a good Galaxy Brain swap. Like seeing multiple guys under one percent owned in the massive fifty dollars double up. Honestly, like it was kind of tickling. You, you know what? You know what killed you in the late swap by playing three early running backs because yeah. then you couldn't have swapped. If you would have imagine I swapped to Jacobs, you it would have been it would have been it would have been like week two of twenty nineteen where I had a team that was dead and I late swapped onto a Tyreek who got fifty. That was uh that was I I think I I honestly late swapped so much just because of that one occurrence. So the late swap I ended up doing, there were a couple different angles I looked at. I don't know if any of them would have got me there. I guess mate would Herbert, Hollywood Brown, Palmer. Nah, in the, in Dude, the end, nothing. in the end, none of them would have got there because the number one thing I couldn't do was I couldn't play the Chiefs defense. They were seventy five percent owned, so playing any defense other than them could have gotten something. So I ended up swapping 
Geno, Keenan, Hopkins, Chiefs into Mahomes, Devontae Adams, Sky, and the Cardinals. Whatever. They didn't they didn't fucking do anything. I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes did get 22 with one touchdown, which is kind of impressive for a guy who doesn't really run. Like I think he he could have gotten 40, but the the late games went so nuts. Like all the like, and the chalk. Josh Jacobs so well. put up 51. Yeah. Really I I'm really tilting. I had a tournament team that I swapped Jacobs for Hopkins because I was like, oh, I don't need as much leverage after this early slate. Wow, and that was a forty point swap. You don't you don't love to see it. Yeah, not good. The one thing I was surprised is that it, it the, the Kenyon Drake from last week didn't happen with Michael Carter, at least in the in the milli like he was only like thirteen percent owned, and I thought that maybe he'd be. I don't know. I, that's and there was just so many running backs Murray. this week. There was yeah. so many running backs. That's this week. that's I the mean, thing is that for him to get really steamed like. There were only like three good running backs last week. And then you decided to play the running back three on the Jets. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He was the lead back until he got hurt. But yeah. oh, Knight no, was, was mixed in. Like for Yeah, most- Knight, Knight, he, Knight, I mean, before he got hurt, Knight was playing more than I expected. I will, I will absolutely, I will absolutely eat that. It here's wasn't the, good. Here's the question. Did we all screw up? By not playing, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, obviously there's tons of running backs. I like Kenny Walker, but James Conner is like on the field, like 98% of the time in this game that has one of the higher totals on the slate. Like no, I played him he's in so bad. Yeah. But I mean, does, does it matter when, when you're getting like 90% of the rushes <laughs> he and, fumbled, and 18% he, target share? He fumbled twice in this game. Unbelievable stuff. No, I mean, I, points. I should have considered, I should have considered Connor Moore for tournaments, but in cash, I don't think, I don't, I didn't really consider him. Um, so Levitan played the four wide receiver team. So he basically decided to play Keenan Allen instead of one of what P Ryan Walker. Walker. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I just and don't he, think that. And he, receivers on this slate. And this, this dude, this dude played Traylon Burks over Garrett Wilson and still won. That's how good. Yeah, he, that's, how, not, that's how good. I'm going to read his article and he's going to go. Like, I'm going to look at the score and it's like you scored 30 points lower than me. No, and no, he's like he, head he, had, to head. he had he had 145. It was a good. Okay, team. but whatever. I mean, all I know is that it's going to be a score much lower than mine, and he's going to go down. I'm going to look down. It's like week 12, 178 percent of my head to head. So I go, who the hell are you playing? Well, he gets the best. He, I mean, Levitan does get the best action, but I mean, I, I actually, after looking at that team, I mean, I never would have played Keenan Allen straight up over Kenneth Walker, but it's not as bad as I thought. To play four wide receivers and not one of them be T seems. You hey, you were your obsession with T Higgins. There are Nate, other T Higgins was the team. wide receiver of the slate. He was the best wide receiver on the whole. Dave Jones outscored him. I don't Dave care Jones. what happened at noon. I said to Davis, "You have an awful lineup by fading T." Period. T-, T Higgins was, regardless of outcome, the best wide receiver play on the slate. The fact that people played four wide receivers in cash, faded Kenneth Walker, and didn't play T. Is nuts. I mean, to me. He I only got he only got nine targets. Like it wasn't. I'm saying regardless of outcome, T. Higgins on this slate at that at that price. You know his target share has historically been better with Chase in than with him out. Davis, this is like the middle IQ meme. It, that is that is You're so middle like, IQ. It's I like, mean, he was I he was a good play, but I to, in my mind, 
if you're going to be like this crazy, unbelievable, you, you, if you don't play him, you are like zero RQ. You got to be a dude who gets targets at all levels. Like it's got to be like Adams or Tyreek where like Devontae Adams had his worst possible game pretty much and had seven for 74. Like T doesn't get the the short area stuff that just like loads him up with five for 50 every game. Like T's 6,900. His average depth of target is just going to mean that he's got more variance built in than a lot of these really elite wide receivers. If I lock in Higgins into my aggregate, the lineup would be Geno, Allen, Higgins, Tyreek, Murray, White, Wilson Jr., Hurst, Chiefs. That isn't that isn't a bad lineup. Is that no, what I good. had? No, no, because you had you had yeah, this doesn't go down to Garrett Wilson. But essentially, oh. this lineup in comparison to the one that I played is essentially playing Kenny Walker over Higgins and not playing Hill and paying paying down for Hopkins. I mean, it's, 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 and then instead of Murray, you're playing, you know, you have Kenny Walker in your lineup. Like, like the difference in projection is not that dramatic. And it's like, even if you take out Tyreek and you're like, I don't want to even pay up to Tyreek in this lineup. And then I run it again. I mean, the lineup ends up being Tua, Carter, White, Wilson, Allen, Higgins, Andrews, Wilson, Jr., Chiefs. And that one wouldn't have gotten. Fantasy sports are fucking dumb, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I it's wish just, it was a weird price. It was a like I'm fine with Nate, you know, sucking, sucking. No, here's the thing: I can't deal with another week of Sammy refusing to take this L. I'm getting lucky with fucking Daniel Jones last week. Like I just, can't. I had Daniel Jones last week. Oh, oh all right, God. muted, muted, kicking blender, kicking. Except the here's the thing: blender wouldn't, blender wouldn't come back to us with. Well, you say you can't play him with the with the torn UCL. Like he would, he would just be like, "No, Daniel no, no." Jones. I, I did, I did it for lineup construction reasons. I'll at yeah. least admit that that I would have rather played Allen, but last week I preferred paying down, so I didn't have to. It's the same thing. I don't want to have to punt with these four K wide receivers if I can. I'm like, okay, I'll take a shot on Daniel Jones, and I got lucky. There we go. All right. I get uh, your avoidance of 4K punts. I just think both Traylon and Garrett Wilson this week. That's were, that's the thing is those guys good. are better than the average. Like they're both going to be like 5,300 next it's week. Not, it's not DPJ that we're paying 4K. It's, it it's, was, it's not uh, – who's that shitty Washington football team wide receiver? I mean, any of them. There's been, there's any, been a bunch of them. Like uh, DeAndre Carter used to be there. Dax oh. Milne, Deami Brown. It's just – it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not Braxton Tra- Berrios. Yeah, Traylon and Garrett Wilson are both like legit NFL wide receivers. So, um, all right, let's just get tournament teams done real quick. Uh, this is the team I played in the spy. No, this was in the red zone. Uh, I played Patrick Mahomes at nine percent, Kenneth Walker at twenty nine percent, Rashad White at fifty six percent. He was my uh on Christmas morning. You don't wait to open your Christmas presents. Play. I played him on every team, and uh, he didn't score. Whatever. Uh, Godwin at 7%, Traylon Burks at 18%. That was higher than I thought. I did not think Burks would get that steamed in tournaments. That was a little surprising to me. Sky Moore at 4%. Travis Kelsey at 12%, I also thought was strange since I thought he was like potential. I thought he would be more. I thought he'd be like 20, 25%. And uh, I mean, you guys know I had to play Kenyon Drake, aka Michael Carter, 20%, and the Jets defense at 26%. I, uh, I, played the Jets defense in every tournament team I made under the assumption that Nathan Peterman was going to be starting. 
And, uh, I mean, I, if I had known it was Trevor Simeon, I would have just stuck to what I had built originally. Um, so I, I think that uh, I got rugged. I think Adam Schefter rugged me. I think, I think the, the news industrial complex rugged me. I think if you would have just signed off of your phone at 11 a.m., you would have probably been, I'd been rich. I've been rich. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I, I had, I had a bunch of Godwin, which was nice. And, uh, Sky played a ton. So I actually feel really good about that. Sky was in there. They were, they, he got like some handoffs. He was in there on a trick play. I felt, I felt pretty strongly that one of the 3K wide receivers with Mahomes was going to end up being a thing. Uh, but they scored one touchdown. And, uh, when you score one touchdown as a team, you're not going to be the winning stack. Yeah. Those Sky Dynasty shares looking. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good. Um, so I had a team. Um, I went um, I went with a Geno, uh, Walker, and Fant stack, and originally I brought it back with uh, Jacobs, but uh, I don't know why I was late swapping, and I swapped off of Jacobs onto Hopkins. Um, I had Latavius Murray, Tyreek Hill, DJ Moore, Nico Collins, and uh, also went with Jets D just because – I mean, defense to me, it was like anybody was in play other than the Chiefs in turn. I didn't, like, I didn't think that, didn't I didn't think Chiefs, that, I didn't think fine. the Jets would get that owned just because it's hard for it to, for a $3,300 defense to really get that owned. I know being 30% owned when the Chiefs were, I had, the, I thought the Chiefs were going to be mega owned. Well, you're so, both wrong. Yeah. Why are we wrong? I played the Chiefs in almost every one of my lines. Well, yeah, but you're a defensive scoring. You defensive yeah. scoring is the most like volatile. We are least able to project it. Why are you? Are you, are you saying you? Are you saying you did that because the Jets ended up getting steamed? Like, was that your original plan, or you just did it because because they were doesn't care about ownership projected than any? They should have been a four K Jordan. On, Jordan, on I'm literally four points I'm on defense return, is bad. I'm returning your book. I, I'm returning the theory of DFS. If you're going to come on my fucking show and tell people to play fifty percent on defenses, oh, fifty percent on defenses that only project one point higher than anything else, then yeah, don't play that. But the def- we know defensive projections suck ass, and we your also dog, know that- your dog could do defensive projections. Just Didn't ask we him have who this conversation last time? It's about lineups. Not players. Should you play the Chiefs defense with Rashad White and Jeff Wilson Jr. and like no, that I agree with. But if you're if you're off enough, there's no reason to play. Like the same reason that you would say we project yes, 
defensive scoring is much is much wider range of outcomes. But it's very rare you find a defense that projects four points higher than any other defense, and it's and it's twelve hundred cheaper. It projected higher than than the Dolphins, the higher than the 49ers. So like as long as I could I wasn't gonna play. This is the thing. When I built my lineups, I made a rule. I built 18 of them that I wasn't going to play Jeff Wilson Jr. and Rashad White together. Because once I don't do that, and I'm also playing small, I'm playing the power sweep. I'm playing the 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 spy, that those types of contests, not the Millie or anything. So it's like, okay, as long as I get my combinatorial ownership low enough, like a $2,800 defense, what am I? I'd rather spend down at defense, but why am I? What, Am I going to play the Jaguars at 2,500 that project for four and a half, five points lower than the Chiefs for no reason? When my lineup without the defense already has enough leverage for me to win first place. So like my lineup, my best lineup in the power sweep, 35th place, Herbert, Allen, Everett. Uh, Herbert was 14. Allen was 28. Everett was 11. I ran it back with 9% on James Conner. And then I had Higgins at 27. And Burks at 16, so that's a 1-1 combination. And then I played Rashad White at 55, Walker at 28, and the Chiefs defense at 39%. No, there's no, there's absolutely no way. No. There's absolutely no way you can convince me because you can, because defenses are just, it's mostly random. You can have, you can start out with a five-point advantage on 40% of your opponents, like, immediately. No, you can't. We project defenses. We don't though. Well, we do, but we do it terribly. We we project defenses the way that like. And my margin of error on the, the defenses is four points on any other defense, so we project it terribly. But what we do normally is that a defense that projects for like one or one and a half points better than something else becomes thirty five percent owned, and that disparity isn't worth it. I I thought that the disparity in the Chiefs' defense was worth playing at 40% ownership. I, As long as the rest of your lineup, and my method of doing so was just making sure I didn't play White and Wilson Jr. together. As long as I didn't do that, I ran, I ran my portfolio correlation matrix, and the Chiefs' defense wasn't didn't come up in as, as high as it should without... Once you plug in those three together, then next thing you know... Now, now, you now, now, even if you stack and run back, you end up with very similar like groups of players that other lineups will have. So it's like, which is my priority, the defense or the running back combination? And I saw with how many running backs we had available. If this was a slate where we only had like White and 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 Wilson Jr. were like those were the chalk, and like all the other running backs were like eh, efficiently priced. I'm like. Why do I want to play two chalk running backs together when there's like five to choose from, seven to choose from? So like when I see that the four-point difference in defense, I go, okay, my decision is to I'll stay. Instead of being different at defense, I'm just going to be different at running back more than that. And that's all you have to do. If you chose to play the two running backs together and said, I'm going to play some other defense, then I think you're fine also. But it's not just do you play a 40% on defense? Like that, that should never – just like – should you play a 28% on Keenan Allen? Well, maybe not as a one-off in a chalky lineup, but once you play Herbert, Allen, Everett, especially Everett on DraftKings, and you run it back with Connor, that group of four players 
Who cares that Allen's 28%? He's correlated. But I, I think I think that's such a I think those two things are are completely unrelated because we have a much greater certainty not only of how many points Keenan will score, but we have a, a much better certainty on how much his the people who are priced similarly to him and who are eligible at his same position are gonna score. At defense, not only do we not have a clue really how many defensive points the Chiefs are going to score but we also don't know with any certainty like you you say like yes they're they're projected four points better or whatever but our ability to project these other defenses are so bad that I don't trust that gap at all the gap is wider point. than what it normally is like what I'm well, saying no, is that, that gap point, is much wider than what it normally is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the four point projection in the mean outcome is is meaningless because the range of outcomes on all other uh Defenses similar are so high that your your confidence. Why interval... are we project? Then why project them at all? Why, why are we projecting them at all? I think we that's really a fair we, question. we really, we really shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah, be. I think most people in their models would do much better if they just simulated one through eleven, a range of outcomes on defense, and they just assigned that randomly to teams because we are so bad at projecting defense that the range of outcomes it's so much higher than a wide receiver projection or so much wider than a running back projection. So like. I get what you're saying of like, hey, if, if I play this cumulative ownership, but when it comes to defense specifically, you just don't want to get a 40% owned defense because you are going to just stick with the field at the most volatile do you, position. Do you, Dave, do you use defense agnostic projections? Meaning that no. do, you, do you set the defense well, projections so that all of them have the same point per dollar value? Like the blitz have, have defense agnostic, which means that – it doesn't matter what defense you play. You're going to get the requisite amount of points for the salary adjusted value of it. If you say you do that, then that's perfectly your opinion is we cannot project defenses anywhere close that it's not even worth projecting. So I'm just going to use a defense agnostic projection. But if you're going to project defenses, then then not use it. Then what's the point? Like, you do one or the other. Those are two completely different things. You're asking whether or not a defense affects the outcome of an offensive player because on the other side. You're, you're projecting different. You're scoring. projecting different things. Defensive scoring has very little to do with how defenses impact the other offense from generating David, their no, production. What I'm saying, Davis at Daily Roto, do you have defensive projections? Does a deep the defense? Yeah. It's basically which it which scoring is, of the defense doesn't affect the way that offensive score offensive players going against those defenses matter. So like you might have a defense that's really great at sacks and interceptions, and they might score really highly, but that doesn't mean that wide receivers versus them are bad matchup. I'm not. Or, I'm, what, what, when did I ever talk? I'm I'm talking about. Is there a column on Daily Roto where I could go that, that there's a number on the Chiefs? And if I looked at the number on the Bears, it would be a different number and be less point per dollar value. Like, do you have a number? Yeah, and you have I'm, some I, way. I, of but I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're infallible. In fact, I would say that what Nate's saying is like honestly, I think probably the right way right now with the tools we have to do defensive stuff would just be project the number of pass attempts every defense is going to face and just wait every pass attempt basically well, what would i tell you what you're I, really what would I tell to you that I, I what would i tell you if i spoke to two people that do computer sims high level gpp players that they were getting in their sims 90 plus percent chiefs i'd say i'd say the sims are only as good as the data you put in and the defensive data is bunk okay and what, what i'm saying what i'm saying is outcomes, that it doesn't the difference 
between the projections, I believe, I'm just saying, I, you could say you don't agree. You think they're even wider. But you have to admit, on this specific slate, compared to other slates on defense, we'll get a yes, $2,600 the margin, defense. The margin was, so So they were both, they were the combination of both the highest projected defense by a lot, and they were not even close to expensive. I, I'm not saying, I don't think that what you did is bad. I'm not saying, I'm just saying the way I play, and just as a heuristic, because again, I'm not using Sims to generate these teams. Like, it's what, it's what Brick always says, right? He's like, you know, you're basically doing astrology, which I, I am, but I'm doing astrology with like a little bit of inputs. Like, so a couple of things is like, oh, I'm not going to play the most owned stack most times. Or if I am going to play the most owned stack, because it just happens to be Mahomes and I play him every time he's on the slate, I'm going to do something really weird with it. I'm not going to play 40% on defenses because it's so easy for them to not be the highest owned. But whatever. You're, doing, you're doing that heuristic. Basically, you can find lineups that you would like that have the Chiefs defense, but you're choosing to ignore those lineups to choose other lineups. It the yeah. fact that so I just chose the set of lineups that you ignored that may have the same expected value as your lineups. You just as a heuristic, well, it's oh, buddy, you, you, you guys, you guys, you guys saw me play this week. I don't know if there was a good expected value lineup <laughs> I would have found. <laughs> so I think you probably did the right thing by not having any overlap with me on your uh, your Chiefs. Defensive special teams thinking. I mean, it's and it's honestly, it is one of those things that I feel with all of the the math and the tools and stuff that we know. I don't think that the person who's right or wrong between Nate and I's camp and like I literally don't think we know the answer. I don't think our ability to send these slates out and stuff is in depth enough yet. Now maybe a year from now, one of these fucking nerds who plays DFS is going to have like solved the key to figuring out defensive scoring and the the rsq will be way higher and we'll do we'll do all these sims and we'll know like actually sometimes it is you you should i and i also have noticed um jordan that in some of these slates where there is a defense that is project that is projected crazy like that i actually have noticed that historically the sim bros tend to be higher on those defenses than you know Idiots right. like we're, me, we're like... just arguing over gaps. To me, that's your your camp is the the gap on defensive projecting defense is so wide that even a four point gap isn't as large as you think it is. And my yes. belief is that compared to other slates, when I see a four point gap compared to a one point gap, I'm more likely to lean and go. I think four points is enough of a gap. I should be doing it. And what happens if the gap actually is seven? Like, there's going to be a point, Nate, where even the way that you project defenses, if you had a projected defense at 27 points and everyone else's defense was projecting at eight, like, for whatever reason, that wasn't a data error or something, you would have to admit that, yeah, like, maybe... Yes, yeah, there maybe, is a certain way that the heuristic fails, but it's so far beyond the the current scope of the game that... Right, so we're just arguing scale. So that, as long if we're arguing scale... I'm fine with accepting your thing of four points isn't enough for you. And you have to at least accept the fact that I believe four points is enough for me. And we're just yeah, arguing over fair. where that gap is here. I, I actually, so like I would have played the jets defense against Peterman at the ownership projection that the chiefs was at. So that's, that's my scale because I basically would have started 
that defense with 10 points because Peterman is like literally a fucking lock to throw a pick six. You just, it, Davis, interceptions are so volatile. And like, are they, are they volatile? Are they volatile with Nathan Peterman, bro? I'm not so yes, sure they are. that Nathan yes, they Peterman are. interceptions are. I mean, Nathan, Nathan Peterman uh, has 135 dropbacks in his NFL career and 12 interceptions. I don't think that Nathan Peterman's range of outcomes is that volatile. I, I I'm going to, I would, I would have, I would have bet over, I, I would have laid minus 200 to bet over 0.5 Nathan Peterman interceptions. I think. There's a lot better things to bet on in life than whether or not you think you can assess whether or not a QB who's thrown less than 200 dropbacks in his life is interception prone. We don't even know how many pass attempts the bears were going to throw. If it was going to be Peterman, they're not going to drop him back 35 times. Like, there's so many things that, that add to interception volatility that, like, it's just a fool's game. It, just go gamble on roulette. I mean. I mean, sounds great. Honestly, after today, why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, that's all I got. Jordan, you got anything else? No, we had, we had our argument. We made fun <laughs> of you. Both me and Nate. Yeah, Even you, Nate you beat me by two points. We both pretty much trucked you, and yeah. And then we have to wait. What? What? The question is, what would have Sammy played? He played. He well, played. Unfortunately, Nate's Sammy team. played. Sammy played my team, so we can't really dunk on Sammy. Sammy's been this year. It seems like Sammy's actually like playing real teams. Like I remember. No, no. He, here's no, the thing. No. Here's the thing. He didn't play a real team because I told him about the weather in New York today and the, and and about how T's projection changed he was clueless he had no idea so no don't, I don't give think it, he, he knew I don't think he realized that James Robinson was even ruled out he he was like Michael Carter why would anybody yeah. play Michael Carter so, dude in the past i remember episodes last year i mean years where you where both Davis Nate you guys would play like a team that i would go it's reasonable maybe it's not my team but it's reasonable and Sammy would come out with like some 6v6 and be like like pay, paying up at tight end when no one is, paying down at tight end when no one is, paying for a receiver that's three percent owned. Yeah, like, I just, like those episodes. He just does. He just does yeah, he just does what he wants to do. You know, we 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 love we love that for him. Uh, okay, that's Sammy. We hope that you are enjoying. Uh, you know, just not being not being on the show. We'll uh, of course we'll all be back next week. Everyone, thank you for Jordan. Uh, make sure, make sure you thank him for filling in for uh, for Sammy, so that he keeps doing it. Um, I'm gonna go lick my wounds. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, send a letter to Mark Andrews and ask him why he hates me, just like really nicely. I'm just gonna be like, Mark, why? What? What did I ever do? You know, you went would to you Oklahoma. Have gone there even if he caught that touchdown. I would not have swapped, and the additional eight points from that and not swapping would have gotten me above the four wide receiver Levitan team. Cause I think the team I, I unswapped off of was 137 and the four wide receiver team was 135. So it would have been probably would have gotten there. Would have been, would have been very close. Not that I'm mad or that I checked it or that I'm like concerned about it at all. You know, it's You're just fine. making it worse, Davis. You're just making yeah. it worse. It's, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all good. Everyone will, uh, we'll be back next week and, uh, hopefully in, in better spirits. See y'all then.